Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Good evening. Welcome, 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 welcome. It's good to be back. It's been a few weeks that we, we took a... A, a rest a rest break uh, and we are back on our daily broadcast um, starting today going all the way to Friday remember it's Monday Tuesday Wednesday we are understanding the goodness of God Thursdays we are doing the amazing power of woman and then Friday we are doing thank God this Friday all our broadcasts are back on from today and I'm excited about it it was a good time uh, we took our time to do the conference. If you missed out on the conference, please, you need to get to our YouTube channel and check out the teachings at the Johannesburg Kingdom Financiers Conference 2021. It was absolutely, absolutely uh, uh, mind-stretching, mind-blowing, and, and destiny-impacting. I, I really want to encourage you. And um, tonight we're back studying the goodness of God. Ah, someone says, Pastor, when are you going to change the series? I don't know. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> the goodness of God is as infinite as our God is infinite. And the more we press in to understand it, the more uh, the Spirit of God just shows us things from the Word of God. So tonight is episode 131, episode 131 of the Masterclass Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chuck Sugohe. Let's begin. We're going to uh, read at Isaiah 47. Isaiah 47, I'm going to read from verse 1. When I'm done reading, I'm going to tell you the title for our contemplation today. Verse 47, chapter 47, verse 1 of the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 47, that's where we are reading from. I'm going to, from, I'm going to uh, shoot from verse 1. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple, and there was water, flowing from under the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple, south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on, on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east. And there was water running out on the right side. Verse 3. When the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The water came up to my ankle. Verse 4. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters. The water came up to my knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water. Through, the water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not cross. For the water was too deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. Then he said to me, son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. Then I, when I returned, there 
when I returned, there, along the bank of the river, were very many trees on one side and on the other. So trees have started growing. When, then he said to me, this, wa- this water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley, and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, it, its waters are healed. Did you notice that? When the waters from the river reaches the sea, the waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters go there. For they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. I want you to note that everything will live wherever the river goes. Verse 10. And it shall be that the fishermen, fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to Engalim. Uh, there will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. Alright. Tonight, I want to share a contemplation titled, The Goodness of God Flows with the Life of God. The Goodness of God flows with the life of God. I, I'm going to come to this scripture. If you remember that in the garden of Eden, there were three trees or three categories of trees that were placed in the garden of Eden for Adam. There was the tree uh, of life. There was a tree for food. There was a tree of knowledge of good and evil. So there were those three. The tree of life Adam was supposed to eat it. The tree of for food, meaning all the fruit trees, mangoes, pears, avocados, you know, name them, oranges, they are all they were all there in the garden for Adam to partake and eat. Apples. Um, so that's trees for food. And then there was a tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which he was not supposed to eat. Alright, he wasn't supposed to touch that. The other trees he was supposed to eat. And we know that while he was in the garden, as long as he ate the tree of for food and the tree of life, he, he was sustained. The tree of life was supposed, to, was supposed to sustain him spiritually, was supposed to grant him eternal life. Eternal life. You see, in the garden, he still had human life. He hadn't had gotten eternal life. The tree of life which was a type of Christ, was supposed to be eaten by Adam. All right? And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he was not supposed to touch. He was supposed to eat that. So the Bible said, tells us that when he ate of the wrong tree, the one that they told him not to eat, uh, and the reason why he ate it is because he doubted the goodness of God. So when he, when he ate that fruit, the fruit that he was not supposed to eat, something happened. The goodness of God that he was enjoying in the garden ceased. So, so he, 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 he was driven out of the garden. He lost the garden. He lost all that bliss that he had in the garden because he ate the wrong fruit. Basically, he ate the wrong fruit because he doubted the goodness of God. Now, now, to eat the right fruits, there were two right fruits we were supposed to eat. The tree of life. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, uh, the tree of life and the tree for food. Those were the trees he was supposed to eat. The tree of for food was supposed to sustain his physical body. The tree of life was supposed to sustain his spirit and, and lock him in permanently uh, with the spirit of God. 
but he, he did not do it. So, so the, the continued enjoyment of the goodness of God was connected with him eating the tree of life. If he ate the tree of life, he would have permanently been having, would have permanently continued the flow of the goodness of God in the garden. See, the garden of Eden had the goodness of God manifesting for Adam and his wife. Everything was blissful. The goodness of God was manifesting in abundance, was manifesting in joy, was manifesting in peace, was manifesting in beauty, was manifesting in opulence. It was the goodness of God everywhere. And as long as he ate of the trees that God said he must eat, the goodness of God was going to continue to flow. So, so what was going to continue to sustain the flow of the goodness of God was for him to eat what God said he should eat, which was the tree of life and the tree for food. And, and he would have been okay to enjoy the, the permanent, perpetual, unending flow of the goodness of God. I came today to, to share with you that the goodness of God flows with the life of God. It flows with the life of God. The life of God was represented by that tree of life. If Adam ate it, the goodness of God would have continued to flow. Because he did not eat it, and he ate the one that they told him not to eat, the goodness of God was cut off. Uh, the Bible says that the earth, the earth rebelled. Tons and testos started producing. Sweat was now the, the result uh, for trying to, to, to walk the ground because the ground was now cursed. And Adam lost all of that flow of the goodness of God. Jesus came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our master came in John chapter 10, verse 10. He told us, I came that you may have life. I came that you may have life. I came that you may have life. But that's not all. I came that you may have it more abundantly. Two, two different things. Two different things. I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. What does it mean to have something more abundantly? Means overflow. To have something more abundant means it's flowing. It's overflowing. That's how there's no other definition of more abundant than to overflow. In other words, Jesus said, I came that you may have life and that you may have that life flowing out from you. I came so that the life of God will be flowing out from you. Please pay attention to what I'm about to say. I, Jesus came that we may have life. But he also came that when we have that life, that life begins to bubble from us and begins to flow. So his coming came to do two things. To initiate the, the, the life of God in man and to cause the life of God to flow. Meaning, Meaning he came that we may have life and then for that life to start flowing. And when the life of God flows, the goodness of God flows. So he came so that the life of God will flow and we can flow the goodness of God. Meaning that when I understand how to put the life of God in motion so that it starts flowing, then I can get the goodness of God to start flowing in my own life and, and into the world around me. Every one of us, we are, please hear this, every one of us, we have been called and appointed by God to become vessels out of whom the goodness of God flows into, into our world, into our environment. 
This is what the master modeled when he lived on earth. The Bible says he came, you know, Acts 10, 38, that how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. Somebody see, somebody cry, somebody scream, anoint me with the Holy Ghost and power. So say it, anoint me with the Holy Ghost and power, that I will go about doing good. That's what, that, that was his mission. He went about flowing goodness, flowing goodness. So he healed the sick. He raised the dead. He, 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 he stopped abuse. <laughs> he stopped hypocrisy. He, he, he caused the blind to, to see, the lame to walk. He continued his ministry overflowing the goodness of God. And that's the pattern that me and you were supposed to follow. All right, that's the pattern we're supposed to follow. So the goodness of God flows with the life of God. So if I can get the life of God to start flowing out of me, <laughs> if I can master what it takes to cause the life of God to flow out of me, then I am mastering what it takes to cause the goodness of God to flow in my world, to cause the goodness of God to abound in my world. If I can get the life of God to flow out of me, so I got to learn what does it take to cause the life of God to flow out of me. Now listen, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 12, it says, he who has the son has life. He who has the son has life. So if you have the son of God in you, you have life. But having life is not enough. Remember, Jesus came that we may have life. Having life is not enough. He came that we may have it more abundantly. So learning how to stir up life so that it begins to flow begins to bubble in abundance is the other part. Many Christians, please hear this, many Christians have received Jesus. Not many Christians. Many human beings have received Jesus. That's what made them Christians. So, so there are many Christians, but there are not a, as many Christians that have life flowing out of them. Hence, they don't have the goodness of God manifested. Because it takes the flow of the life of God for the goodness of God to manifest. Let me say that again. It takes the flow, the outflowing of the life of God out of one spirit for the goodness of God to start flowing. So when you don't know how to turn on the, 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 the pump of the life of God to begin to flow, the goodness of God does not flow. The goodness of God flows with the life of God. So you got to learn, learn how to crank the, 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 the pump, how to crank, crank the, 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 the fountain so that the life of God is flowing. And if the life of God is flowing, the goodness of God will flow with it. The life of God manifests the goodness of God. The, the, the active flowing of the life of God is what manifests the goodness of God. So we need the life of God. To flow. Now, now let, let me share another scripture with you. John chapter 1, verse 4. Bible says, In him was life, and the life was the light of man. The, the, and in him was life, and the life was the light of man. So, so the life of God is what brings light to man. The life of God is what brings light to man. Meaning, light speaks of good things. Uh-huh. Light speaks of good things. Light speaks of, of illumination. Illumination comes. Illumination comes by the life of God. So, so when we, Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Meaning, good things don't happen to men outside of the life of God. The life of God is what brings light to men. So, if there's going to be 
light in your world. It's going to be light in your, in your affairs. Then you're going to learn how to cause the life of God to flow. You got to learn how to cause the life of God to flow out of you consistently. See, those who cause the life of God, who have mastered how to cause the life of God to flow out of them consistently are the ones who have the goodness of God manifested. So if you're saying, I, I, Pastor, you've been preaching about the goodness of God, but I don't know, uh, my life doesn't have the goodness of God. I want to ask you the question, is your life, do you know how to cause the life of God to flow out of you? Yes, it's not enough to have the life of God. Jesus came for twofold. He came that we may have life, and then he came that we may have it more abundantly. In other words, he came that the life can flow. More abundantly speaks of flow, 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 flow. The life of God, it has to be flowing out of you. The Bible says in John, in John chapter 7, verse 38, it says, it says, let me read, let me read it. John chapter 7, verse 38. This is very powerful revelation. John chapter 7, verse 38. He says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. God wants the rivers of living water. That's the life of God that is in our hearts to flow. To flow out of our heart into our mind, into our in, into our, our, our emotions. He wants it to flow then into our body. He wants it to flow into our world. If my mind is going to experience the goodness of God, it is because it's flowing out of my heart. Out of our heart shall flow, 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 flow. The, the emphasis tonight is flow. The flow of the life of God. You got to cause it to flow. You got to cause it to flow. It has to leave your heart. See, the life of God in your heart does nothing for you in terms of manifesting the goodness of God. The life of God in your heart does nothing for you in terms of manifesting the goodness of God. It requires it to flow. It has to flow for the goodness of God to manifest. So if you don't know how to make it flow, you are not going to experience much of the goodness of God. It has to flow. The Bible says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. There's something about the tongue. There's a connection between the tongue and the flow of life and the manifestation of the goodness of God. There's something about the tongue. We use our mouth, we use our words to cause stuff to flow out of our heart. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, abundance speaks of flow. The mouth speaks. So when I use my mouth to speak the life of God, to speak the blessings of God, then I cause the goodness of God to start flowing. So, so if I am not speaking, the goodness of God is not going to flow. If I am not speaking, the life of God is not flowing. If the life of God is not flowing, the goodness of God is not going to manifest. Let me say that again. If I am not speaking, the life of God will not flow. If the life of God doesn't flow, the goodness of God wouldn't manifest. The life of God flows by my speaking. My speaking is what draws the life of God out. And then... The goodness of God begins to manifest. Isn't it interesting that there was not one creation until God spoke? God's word, where he, he manifested his goodness. Remember, when God spoke, there became. 
And when it became, God looked at it and said, this is very good. Meaning, God used his mouth to cause goodness to manifest. God used his mouth to cause goodness to manifest. Uh, you see, because every time he spoke, he saw, and then he, he affirmed it that he was good. So goodness was flowing because God spoke. I don't know what you are facing. The Bible says that God had darkness, covered the earth, gross darkness, the people. And the Bible says, I mean, the land was covered with gross darkness. The Bible says the land was without shape, without form, and void. It was void. And it had no form. There was no shape to it. It was just anyhow. But God came into that chaos. God came into that situation and then spoke. And then spoke. And when he spoke, he caused life to gush out of his spirit. And that life is creative. Come on, Robert Tasha. That life is creative. And by the words of his mouth, he spoke and gave it shape and gave it form. And everything began to pop up everywhere. Goodness began to fill the whole earth because God spoke. You got to speak. You got to speak. To release the life of God, you have to speak. You have to speak. You have to you have to use your mouth to declare the things that you want to see. You want to see uh, abundance of provision. You got to speak it. You want to see abundance of good health in your body. You got to speak it. You want to see abundance of joy in your marriage. You got to speak it. You got to see abundance of of progress in your children. You got to speak it. I don't know what you consider to be the goodness of God. You want to see healing in your body. You got to speak it. Maybe there's a part of your body that, that is not the way it's supposed to be. Maybe there's pain. Maybe there's malfunction. Maybe there's dysfunction. Maybe there's, you know, one symptom or the other. If you want to see that symptom go, you gotta speak. You gotta speak the goodness of God. You gotta speak your healing. You gotta speak your, oh yes. You gotta speak the restoration of your body. You gotta speak. You have to use your mouth to speak. It takes the life of God flowing. It takes the life of God flowing for, for the goodness of God to manifest. And it takes your mouth to put in motion the life of God. You got to speak. Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A believer who is not speaking is not going to experience much of the goodness of God. Quit complaining and start speaking the goodness of God. Quit complaining. Quit grumbling. You, you have cursed that marriage for too long. You have continued to say with your mouth, this marriage will not work. You have continued to speak with your mouth. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Use your mouth to speak the goodness of God. Use your mouth to speak the goodness of God over your husband, over your wife. Use your mouth to speak. I know that they are behaving in ways that you are not approving of. I know that they are behaving in a way, maybe their finances are behaving in a way that is giving you grief. What are you saying with your mouth? If you are going to see the goodness of God regarding their finances, you got to speak it. You got to declare it. You got to you got to declare it. You want to see the goodness of God be you know concerning their faithfulness to you or to your marriage vow. You got to speak it. You got to declare it with your mouth. Quit complaining. Quit crying. The goodness of God requires the life of God to flow, but the life of God only flows when we speak. Only when we speak. So you got to use your mouth to speak. If there's a, 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 an ailment in your body, use your mouth to correct it. Speak. And, you know, I read a testimony of a man who was born with some kind of in, infirmity, one, some kind of deformity. And they were twisted. They were mangled as, as a baby. And when they gave back to them, they were, you know, mangled. They were twisted. 
I don't know who taught this guy, you know, the truth that I'm speaking now. And from a young age, I think from when he was eight or nine years old, he was really twisted. He began to speak and declare, I am perfect. I am whole. I am complete. <laughs> I am perfect. I am whole. I am complete. My body is perfect. Everything is working. My body is whole. My body is complete. He began to speak it. Perfect wholeness and completion. He began to declare it. Guess what? By speaking, he released a gushion of the life of God. And he noticed that things began to change in his body because of his speaking. Things began to change. The bones that were twisted and mangled began to straighten out of their own accord. And then suddenly, he could stand upright. But it took a while of everyday speaking. I am perfect. I am whole. I am complete. And the life of God began to flow. By his words, life of God began to flow. And then he began to experience the goodness of God in his physical body. So I'm saying to you, speak with your mouths into that marriage. Speak with your mouth into that business. You want to see the goodness of God in your sales and in your turnover. Speak. You want to see the goodness of God. Speak. The life of God flows when we speak. It flows with our words. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. Luke chapter 6 verse 45. He said, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. Can you see that? A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good. Goodness comes from the heart. Goodness comes from the heart. And how do we pull out what's in the heart? With our words, we speak it. So that takes me to our text in Ezekiel. We saw the river of life flowing from the temple. And everywhere it flowed, in Ezekiel 47, everywhere it flowed, Bible said, things came alive. Things, came, things that were dead came alive. What is that? That's a picture of the goodness of God. Life is a manifestation or an expression of the goodness of God. Things began to grow. Things began to wake up. The Bible said, fish began to come. Healing began to come. Healing is the manifestation of the goodness of God. Every Bible says everything will live wherever the river flows. Everything, everything lives. Your dream will live. Aye, your dream will live when you speak to the dream. Your 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 goals will be achieved when you speak to the goals. The goodness of God flows when the life of God is in motion. The goodness of God manifests when the life of God is in motion. We put the life of God in motion by speaking. So you see here, when the river began to flow, when the river began to flow, goodness began to manifest. Healing began to occur. Resurrection began to occur because the, the, the river of life was flowing. Trees began to sprout because the river of life was flowing. And the Bible says God wants our, our belly to produce that river of life. Our belly, out of our belly shall come rivers of living water. Out of our belly, every one of us who is born again, if you're born again, you got that river inside of you locked up. 
You've got the goodness of God canned on the inside of you. It needs to sprout. It needs to begin to move. That fountain needs to be uncapped. It's uncapped by your speaking. Open your mouth and prophesy the goodness of God in your finances. Open your mouth and prophesy the goodness of God in your health. Open your mouth and prophesy the goodness of God over your children, over your finances, over your ministry, over your business, over every area of your life. If you want to see the goodness of God, you have to speak it. You have to speak it. You got to be your own prophet. You can't wait for me to speak it for you. I will speak over your life, but you are ultimately the one who has to agree with what I have spoken and then speak it with your own mouth. You have to speak. The goodness of God flows with the life of God. We, 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 Jesus has brought that life to me and you. And so, so concerning your marriage, what are you saying? What are you saying? Many people have settled, settled, settled for less than the will of God for them. You can have what you say. <laughs> you can have what you say. What you have is what you say. You can have what you say. What you have is what you say. So say what you want to have and you have it. So, so, so use your mind to comprehend the, the quality and the level of the goodness of God you want to see in your life. Then use your mouth to speak it. How much money do you want to make a month? How much money do you want to make a year? How much money do you want to make a week? How much money do you want to make in a day? How much money do you want to make in an hour? Use your mouth to speak it. Speak it. How much money do you want to make in a minute? How much money do you want to make in a second? Use your mouth to speak it. Speak what you want to see. See, speak the goodness of God you want to see. Because only when you speak, the life of God flows. When the life of God flows, the goodness of God manifests. When you speak, the life of God is put in motion. When the life of God is put in motion, the goodness of God manifests. That's what happened here. The river of life was flowing. And as it started flowing, goodness began to manifest. Trees began to sprout. Things began to happen because the river was flowing. Let me take my last scripture for today. Revelation chapter 22. Reading from verse 14 to 17. Revelation 22. We, we see the tree of life again in Revelation 22. Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life. And may enter through the gates into the city. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. Verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of, of, of David, the bright and morning star. 17. And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let, them, let him who hears say come. And let him who tests come. Look at this. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Whoever desires. So it takes a desire for you to take of the tree of life. And you, when you take of the tree of life, you got to speak with your mouth to cause that life to flow. There's something about desire. You need to desire that the, that the life of God flow out from you. <laughs> that out of your belly, the life of God is flowing. You don't got to desire it. It's time to quit grumbling, quit complaining, quit crying, and start speaking. 
and start pouring forth with your mouth and begin to declare the goodness of God. I declare the goodness of God over my health. I declare the goodness of God over my marriage. I declare the goodness of God over my children. I declare the goodness of God in the work of my hands. I declare the goodness of God manifest. That's how you speak. Oh, I declare the goodness of God is manifesting and the market is responding to me. That's how you speak. You begin to speak it to put the life of God in motion. And then the goodness of God begins to manifest. So who are you, child of God? What are you believing for? Do you want to see the goodness of God in your life? You got to speak. <laughs> you have to speak. You have to use your mouth to declare and confess. You got to speak it. If the goodness of God is not manifesting in your life, then your speaking has been uh, captured. And, and yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Captured by the enemy. The enemy has captured captured the goodness of God in your life. But it's time to take the things that the enemy stole back from him and begin to speak and begin to speak and begin to speak. Hallelujah. I'm done for tonight. Let me speak blessings over you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brother and my sister and everyone who had heard this teaching tonight. The goodness of God flows when the life of God flows. <laughs> the life of God flows when we speak. So we speak overflow of, of your joy. We speak an overflow of your grace, of your strength in our lives. We speak it right now into our finances, into our marriages. I speak right now in the name of Jesus into our role as parents. I speak the life of God. I speak the overflow of the goodness of God over that business. I speak the life of God in the name of Jesus. Over that household, I speak the overflow of the goodness of God. Father, I thank you. I thank you because the goodness of God is flowing. is flowing abundantly. I give you praise, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you've enjoyed this teaching, I want you to share this link with, with other brothers and sisters around you. There will be 20, 30, 40, 50 people that will benefit from this message. Share it. Don't, don't enjoy it you know, selfishly. Share it. And then you know, our our broadcasts are uploaded on on several you know podcast platforms. There's Google Products, Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, you know Podcast, Pocket Cast. These are all different um, 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 podcast audio podcast platforms. And you go there and search for us. Yeah, you'll see living the life with Pastor Chucks. Living the life with Pastor Shucks, and you will be able to, you know, benefit and, and, and see, get the audio format of all these teachings that we have been putting out. They are all there. And, and, and then listen to it and then practice. Listen to it and then practice. Open your mouth and speak. Speak that house into existence. Speak that car into existence. Speak that marriage into existence. Speak that home into existence. Speak the, the, the restoration of the marriage into existence. Open your mouth and speak. I'm done. I'll see you tomorrow for as we continue episode 132 on, on, on our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chuck Sugo here. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Before tomorrow, practice what you learned tonight. God bless you. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, 
full, purposeful and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.